Absolutely, absolutely. Ah, how'd we go? You know how it always happens, man. We didn't press. We pressed record, but we still had our mics muted. <laughs> so we're going to need you to recreate that. Great first take. I need that same energy. Let's run it back. Yeah, so that, that was a good that was a good practice run. Good practice run. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Let's five minutes. Five minutes or less. We'll get five minutes in. Yeah, let's five go on, minutes let's go on to redo it. Welcome back, people. This is Don't Sleep on the Couch Podcast. I'm your boy, Mr. Prez, and with me always... It's your boy, Cash, a.k.a. Exec P, episode 100, baby. We 100. did it. 100. We did, did it. it. We did Cash, it. Cash, hey, we, we're 100 episodes in, but we ain't gonna mess up, man. Tell the people who their first time seeing, hearing us, first time seeing us, tell them who we are, what we do. Well, this is Don't Sleep on the Couch Podcast, a podcast about music, sports, and entertainment, the culture, all of that. So you're going to get that each and every week. We pick certain topics that matter to us, and we discuss it, but we give you our own twist from a fan perspective and also from some old dudes that have some years and some miles on them yeah. with some experience. You know, We also provide leadership, reviews of books, so we, we do a lot, but we'll always kind of warn you about it before it comes. But that, that's essentially what Don't Sleep on the Couch podcast is, a wealth of knowledge. On the aforementioned subjects. I do have a wealth of knowledge to give you, man. <laughs> hey, hey, man. After all this time frame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. But, uh, yeah, we mainly come on here. We talk about albums. We, uh, we, like you said, we talk about books. We review a couple books. Got a couple of book reviews coming up. Patreon supporters this coming up month. We got an interview coming up a little bit later. But in this episode, what are we going to do, Cash? Hey, we just taking a look back, celebrating 100 episodes, just Rewatching and and listening for the audio listeners here, and just you know, just taking a trip back. You know, sometimes you got to celebrate your, your your accomplishments and look back and see what you've done and, and and enjoy it. And also, it gives you guys that are new listeners or people that have come on board late in the game. We know you don't have a, the time to go back and really go through our back catalog, but we want you to. But we just giving you a quick, a quick, you know, snapshot of some highlight episodes and things that we've discussed to give you the range and. Pretty much what we about as as men. And like he's saying, like you go back and reflect. I'm gonna just tell you right now, it's really no reflection on this side over here. We started back, we was getting this together, and I uh started re-editing some ed- episodes <laughs> with the audio a little bit better, man. It's always work on this end, it seems like, but I mean, it's an enjoyable journey. It was like, man, at the time we was doing that, that that was like the best thing. We thought we was on point with it. And it was a learning process on it all, you know what I mean? But now, 100 episodes in, we kind of got a critical ear like for these things and the corrections we could have made, things we could have did better. But, hey, you, you got to go on the journey to actually go back and have those reflections to know where to go and where, how you're going to fix it. That's how the experience comes, you know what I mean? Exactly, just just exactly. jumping out there and doing it. So exactly. I'm glad we did it. I'm glad we went through all these things. And uh, it was some great stories I think we got out of here. And... Uh, we had to hit on some somber moments over the year, even when we had uh, celebrations out there, stuff we wanted to celebrate, you know? It was, sure, it was difficult. 
For sure, man. And then uh, also the other thing, the behind-the-scenes work and the behind-the-scenes people that take a little bit a hit in re- regards to our time. I definitely want to thank them. Shout out to our families, our wives, uh, friends, and that have to listen to us about the podcast every time we talk to them. Uh, just understand <laughs> that it's part of what we love to do now. So if you ever find anything you love to do, you're going to talk about it a lot. And I hope that all of you out there find something uh, like this to where you can get with your friend over 25 years. Well, shoot, I'm dating us. It's a yeah, long time. Yeah, long time. 20 years, yeah. you know. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, just to be able to talk shop every every week about things that may seem mindless to others. But this is, this is what we talk about all the time. So why not share our thoughts and, and, and concerns on society and music and things that we love with you all? So that's kind of how it was birthed. And last but not least, I got to thank um, one of our day one homies, Hadrico, man. He, ha- he now has Hadrico live. He started out with us, and we're not going to get into why he's no longer uh, podcasting with us, but he's still our friend, and we still talk to him uh, at a fairly decent basis in our group chat with the rest of our homies that support. So with that said, I want y'all to go subscribe to his page. He's doing a lot of leadership uh, things. He's talking to different people from all walks of life in regards to being, mo- being a motivational speaker. Uh from me to you, man, I, I know Prez got his own words, but I just want to say shout out to you, man, because your your consistency, your presence, and all that stuff, man, we we miss it, man. We miss it. Uh, yeah, yeah, you <laughs> calling out Plies as one of your, <laughs> your albums of the year, you know what I'm saying? That craziness. Everybody ain't your friend. I mean, like, you, you, you just can't erase those moments, man. So I just wanted to say that, man, because I felt like it wouldn't be real to that, not at, at least include that chapter of Don't Sleep on the Couch podcast because it was a great chapter as yeah. well. You know what I'm saying? So, um, like like I said, I just want to wish him all the best with everything that he does. I'll, I'll speak on my portion a little bit later because, like, uh, we got a, we got one of the episodes. Yeah, he's, on, he's on a few of these. He's on a few of he's these episodes. Few of these. And there's uh, some we couldn't great do that. banter we had back and forth, man. And uh, one of my favorite episodes, I, I think it's just him because it's, it's so many different reasons why I consider my favorite. But I get into that later on. We actually get to it and we talking back about it. Uh, so let's cash. Let's go on. And, let's go on and jump into this, man. Let's All go on right, and man. sit here and talk All about right. it. What's the first? What's the first one we gonna uh, go man, back to? The first one that we're gonna get into is I think like the first one that kind of like kickstarted the podcast thing. Uh, <laughs> we jumped off on this and then I ended up getting deployed like not too long <laughs> after like that. So uh, we had to put a pause on it, but. Uh, we get, y'all, y'all kept it going. You kept it going back here, like while I was deployed. That made sure I wasn't gonna like slow us down any further. When I got back, he was like, "Nah, it's going. We gotta keep it going." At that point, but this was our uh, 2019 album review. So if y'all don't know, this is how we kind of like started, just talking music and everything. Like when we met up, like long time ago, I think that was the. We got in trouble. We had failed our test, and we was uh, <laughs> sitting, there, <laughs> sitting there waiting. So we had to do like. Just like little chores, things in the Air Force, just going around cleaning up, and you know, uh, just just all the stuff you don't want to do to keep the base beautified, whatever. That's that's the stuff we was doing, and we was listening to that music during that time frame, and just like talking that. That's kind of how we got started. All right. Yeah, yeah. So I think we said it a couple times. We're gonna probably say it a couple more times as we go on, just for the new people who don't know. But me and Cash had started a point where we would do annual like. 
put on slash, you know, just playlist. album playlist yeah, yeah, that yeah. we was trying to see. And we've been doing this for years that we've been doing for our friends and stuff like this, and we get them to judge. But no disrespect to none of our friends, but they kind of grew out of the music thing, and we wouldn't get proper feedback no more from them. So that's what kind of kicked us off. Like, yeah, man. we had to go where the people <laughs> love us, man. Once once our people stopped loving, stopped loving the art, man, we had to go and, and find a, a group of people, strangers, you know, that, that love it as much as we do still to this day. As uh, soon to be, uh, I won't even announce our age, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so we go <laughs> back and forth, and we kept tallies. Like, hey, he he won this year, we won that year. I was up on cash big time. <laughs> so he says. So he says. Uh, I was up on them big time, and then so he wanted to put it out there, and lo and behold, a lot of these people started like sway. I think he just hit up a lot of his New York base and got them on his <laughs> man. But uh, that's kind of where we started with this 2019 album review. We was able to get. Iggy from Iggy's Loudmouth Podcast, uh, he came on for as a different voice. So we didn't want people, our initial thought was like, hey, we're a certain age. We made like a certain type of music. We probably need somebody else to bring in a different aspect or something that we may be missing or diversity within our group to, to like, hey, y'all check out this new guy, new guy, new guy. And that's where Iggy came in. At. And he kind of did put his own to a couple yeah, of things. He yeah, did a couple sure. different times, just like a couple artists that we haven't heard about. So I think it was a... Great decision <laughs> that to we keep, actually yeah, did keep that. Doing and, it. and the banter and the, the the discussions back and forth, man, are great. And we have a daily, almost daily discussion with Iggy now uh, about music. So he's going to continue to be a part of this. We'll continue to collaborate. I think we we equally have fun on all these uh, collaborative uh, podcasts when we're talking about mid-year review, annual review, and we just have just random music pods. So those are always great. What you yeah, got to man. say? Yeah, that, that's that's really it, man. I, I definitely want y'all to hear a little bit of what we talked about in 2019, what we felt was dope, and also, uh, you know, <laughs> where certain people didn't listen or weren't prepared on the pod, you know, as far whoa, as prez. Y'all gonna hear it. Y'all gonna hear it. Everybody has a list, but one person in this. Uh, y- y'all y'all gonna hear it. Just just just. I just want y'all to you know. Just, just hear. See if you hear where Prez was falling off and BSing. But that's part of the podcast game. Sometimes you got freestyle, man. <laughs> Sometimes you got freestyle. But uh, let, let, let's get into the 2019 hip hop. Uh, if y'all don't know, DSC podcast started off. What was the name of it, Prez? Uh, what, what do we have our first name? It, it originally started oh, when we was back in the room and way back when, just chilling, talking noise. Yeah, we just talked hip-hop, so that was like our very first show where we just would do end-of-year wrap-ups, and then we would send each other playlists to our group chat, and me and Prez would take that shit serious. I don't think anybody else in the group chat took it serious, but we, we took it pretty serious here, man. Yeah. And then, you know, over the course of years of my travels, man, uh, met a young man who's now a grown man, you know, he seemed to know sure. his hip-hop head, man. And he has a podcast, too, called Iggy's Loudmouth Podcast. So we got together a couple weeks ago, like, yo. Yo, man, we might as well do a collab, man, because, you know, this is what we love at our core. Yeah, we talk about sports and everything else on our podcast, but I'm pretty sure if we can just talk about this, this is probably what we want to do. So I'm going to let y'all know, we usually have a... We had a competition. We're getting the songs together, making the playlist, and come up with... Cash lost way too many times. So that's that's what exactly like he he ain't no win none of them. So that's why you in here, Iggy. So welcome, uh, introduce yourself. Appreciate, it. appreciate it. Yeah. So I'm I'm uh, I'm Iggy. Uh, I'm from Chattanooga, Tennessee. I'm at I'm at Cash in Germany, uh, Spain, Dollar. Uh, it's pretty much where I grew up. Honestly, I mean, 
I went there as a young man, 19. I left there as engaged with my wife now. So uh, we've been super busy. I've been doing a podcast. I got a podcast named Iggy's Live My Podcast. You guys can follow that uh, same name everywhere. Um, YouTube, Instagram, don't matter, Facebook, it's on there. So, um, And my podcast is, I kind of talk about a lot of different things. Um uh, but you know, like like Cash said, at the core, I'm hip hop. So everything that I do with the podcast is kind of sourced through that, whether it be a culture thing or a kind of. So you said you say you're from Chattanooga, Tennessee, right? Yeah. So that's that's like home of Three Six Mafia and all them up there in that Tennessee yeah, yeah, area. Yeah. So how did yeah. you come from like that to like absorbing all the different types of hip hop? Yeah, uh, that's I I and I said this on the podcast too. I credit my pops for that because. I mean, that's that's like I'm gonna give you a little history. That's why I had the school exec P on, like when he first came down. He was like down south people, all y'all can't rap, like they don't do all that. Then he was like bringing up memes with this is why they hide and stuff like <laughs> this. I'm like y'all trying to steal all stuff and can't must do it right, man. You gotta have a proper reduction first, and then you want to build off that. Yo, this is but like, oh, it, I mean, you know, man, you listen to the pod, so you know I know him press for like. Close to yeah. 17 years now, you know what I'm saying? Probably yeah. longer than that, because he's actually the first cat I met when we uh came in the military as far as uh tech school, man. So that's, oh, that's how long I've been really rocking with him. Out. So he can tell those kind of jokes because I was extremely New York biased 17, hey, 18 years ago. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> listen, I think hey, everybody man. was. So all right, let's go ahead and spill it then. Go rookie ahead. of the year. Who right, you yeah. who, who 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 the people we got? So my rookies are the year. I, this is my rank. And then I, we can go from there. But I got the baby first, Roddy Rich second. I really debated on that. That was hard. Uh, I really want to put Roddy number one, but the baby, I can't really argue with his wave. So he's number one, Roddy two, Megan Thee Stallion three, YBN Car- Carday four, and Maxo Cream five. That's who I got. Okay. Who you got, Press? No, no, you go. Oh, I got the baby number one, YB and Corday two, Roddy Rich three, Maxo Cream four, and uh Rod Wave number five. Okay. Ain't doing all these lists. This is is only a clear cut winner, and that's is it. That's all I'm ever gonna say. So y'all may wanna have me last. I ain't got these top top five lists, whatever. I got the person that won it. Because you ain't tuned in, the baby. That, I mean, that's an easy one. The, you got, it's, it's, well, why did I waste my time on this other stuff? If you saying that's an easy one, hey, you listen, know it's hey, that. Hey. You hear the edge. You hear the edge. Okay, you gotta give people other things to listen to. Friends, well. listen, friends, listen, listen, bro. Listen, I left a lot of people off of the new shit. It mm-hmm. was a good year for new cats, bro. It was a good year for new cats. Rod Wade got left off mine. Melly got left off mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else? I was thinking of somebody else the other day. Little T- I, I had little TJ. He got left off mine. Yeah, you ain't have Guap Dad four thousand. Huh? Guap <laughs> <laughs> Dad four thousand. All right, so that was episode number thirty two. Man, that 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 was that was a quick. <laughs> I just okay. I got I gotta say it. Yeah, did y'all catch <laughs> this guy out here fumbling around? Like he, like he already just knew that his top five guys, he he had no list. I, I just, had the I just, number one guy. That's all you need is the number one person, man. Come on, man. Come I on. I had a list, but why are we going to sit here and talk about the list? Let's just talk about who going. All right. 
Still, still to this day. Still, still playing it all to this day. <laughs> he never had a list, people. He never had a list. But yeah, man, what we got up next? We got the, the mental health episode, man. So we, we change up the gears a little bit, man. We into our music, but then we also wanted this platform to use it to actually like hold some some truthful discussions. Yeah, men's right, men's man. mental health, you know, yeah. in particular, you yeah. know. And uh, that's that's kind of what we was going from this. Like we we know over the time frame, like we supposed to been hold our head high and all this, but we all had some downs. And I I felt like, well, I don't know how you feel. I'll let you speak on your portion. But it was just like, yeah, like back in the day, everybody just like, hey man, suck it up, keep going, suck it up, keep going. But like not having that outlet, you know, putting the stigma on going to see a psychiatrist or or just speaking to someone else about it, so you can actually like get out your feelings and don't end and uh, a senseless death or anything like that. Being around a couple people who have, you know, committed suicide and it's just all what they've uh, uh, just held off. And, like, you, you always left with that. Oh, man, I didn't know they was, they was going through all that. Or they couldn't just talk to somebody. That's, that's how you was left doing it. And it was just like, man, like, so I just wanted to try to do our best to try to end that stigmatism. Or I wanted to try to make sure we did our best to try to end that because... Uh, that's one of the hardest things, I think, is just, like, getting people to just to speak up and, and you know, knowing that it's okay to talk to somebody. You ain't going to be, like, ostracized out of a group or, or your friendships with anybody. So Yeah, and uh, we contacted several of our, our close friends, uh, some some that we know together and some apart, and, and we know their own particular stories, but and we'll let you guys kind of dive into there because we actually have two episodes. So for those of you listening on audio, you're going to hear one, and those on video, you're going to hear or watch the other, because we at the time we didn't have video for every single thing, you know. We took baby steps to it. So on, if you're listening on our audio, you're going to hear my man CeCe, who was gracious enough to actually tell his story and things that he's um, gone through and now what he's going through uh, as working as a, you know, a counselor within the prison system. And then you're also going to hear from our friends that we mentioned earlier in the group chat, my man Jamie and my man Fran, and also Hudrico and everybody. We kind of chop it up in ways we never really have chopped it up as far as our mental health goes and things that we've gone through and why we don't talk about things and why we need to talk about mm-hmm. things. So this this is this some good stuff, man. This gonna we also talked stuff. about this on another, on one of the album reviews we did to Mars, and he had a lot of yeah, that up in there. Yeah, so. We talked about it. Uh, I don't have that episode with me right written down, but uh, the mental health episode that we're going to be going over right now is episode 24. If you're watching on uh, video, had that episode down there because, like I said, it'd be two separate ones. But we we didn't hit this topic a couple times because you just can't just speak on it and leave it be, man. You got to constantly like bring it back up, checking on checking in on people. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, sure then, and it came keeping up, the talks going. It came up randomly with with Mars, but that's kind of where his album was. Y'all check check out his latest album, Mars Native. And uh, but yeah, man, let, let's let's get into the into the topic. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back, man. And you know, first off, before we get started, you know, we talk about a lot of good stuff. We have a good time. You know, we talk about sports. We talk about life. I mean, we talk about money. Um, we talk about how bad the Raiders are. I mean, we always have a good time on the show, but every once in a while, you got to kind of sit back and take some time to get to a serious topic. And one thing that we're going to talk about this evening we're going to talk about mental health, mental mental illness, and things that people kind of go through and, and some of the struggles. Sometimes it's good to hear struggles that other people have went through and you can relate to and then what you can do with that. So with that, we have a special guest on the show. So, CC, man, tell the people about yourself, man. Welcome to, this, welcome to the couch, fam. Oh, okay, well, um, 
C.C. Robinson, uh, currently reside in uh, Jacksonville, Texas. Um, was medically retired for uh, PTSD and uh, some other issues. Um, I was an IT and comm dude by trade, but with uh, everything that went on with uh, my mental health and everything, when I got out, I decided I needed another path. So I um, went and got uh, my bachelor's in uh, psychology with a concentration on mental health. Then um, followed that up with a master's in counseling from the Prairie View A&M University. HBCU. Best band in the land. I see you, boy. Um, okay, debatable, but right. And um, I'm uh, currently doing some research to um, go ahead and go get this doctorate degree after that. Okay, so, brother. I, 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 see, I see you out here doing big things, man. But you know what? First off, let me let me start off here. Um, the African American community. I think we take mental illness and mental health as a sign of weakness. It's something that nobody ever wants to talk about. You know, nobody wants to to let down their guard long enough to say, hey, you know what? This is mentally bothering me. Now, going, being in the military, being a veteran, going through all those things, is that something that you battle with as a black man saying, you know what? No, I can handle this, I can handle this. And if that was the case, at what point did you realize, you know what? Maybe I do need some help. Um, initially, yeah, that was my mindset. You know, in the military, um, for a while, they treated mental health like, you know, if you're crazy, you got to go. Um, that was until the suicide rate started spiking and um, more uh, self-injurious behavior started happening, more, um, you know, the increase in alcohol use. Um, so that's when, when the red flag was finally raised. Um, we as African Americans, you know, we we was always told, you know, ain't nothing wrong with you, mm-hmm. you know, especially as African American men, you mm-hmm. know, we're supposed to be the backbone of the family, you know, so we can never show any signs of weakness. Um, you know, we're we're supposed to be that rock, and you know, we grow up thinking that, you know, we're not supposed to show any kind of weakness. We're not supposed to ever say anything's wrong with us, we're supposed to just swallow it and keep moving. So my question to you, Cece, this is Cash, man. Um, In regards to what you said about the weakness and and not showing it, the reason why we had you on, and I'm going to just be painfully clear, is, you know, know, I watch you guys and how you raise your son on social media and, and what you share and what you don't share. What I re- what I noticed recently is that you started to share a lot more about uh, mental health and just, just your that awareness in general. And, and that's the reason why I wanted to have you on the show is because you started to become more transparent. And I, as your your friend or, you know, as far as, you know, at a distance now because we're in, you know, two totally separate places, I was like, yo, that's dope of him to finally open up. I, as your friend, did not know you were going through any of those things in the past. So um, what has allowed you to, you know, overcome that stigma of, you know, you got to be strong. You can't tell your business and and all that type of, um, you know, those type of uh, energies that people put out there from birth. Um, well, first and foremost, um, I did it because I wanted my son, who, who's 14, to understand that it is okay to have problems. It is okay to be depressed. It is okay to see seek help if you're having problems. It's okay to talk to people. Maybe not necessarily me as your father, 
So talk to somebody. Um, the reason I started to go more on social media is simply because, you know, I got friends from you know, all over the world, and you never know who you can reach by just making a post about something you're going through. Um, you know, I get countless inboxes like, yo, man, I appreciate, you know, the transparency, man, and I did not know that. And a lot of people never knew that because I hid it so well just because, like most black folks, I don't want people in my business. So like we said, man, DSC, man, like we we all over the place. We're going to make sure we're hitting up everything. And this is what we kind of envisioned. Like when we did this podcast, it's, it's uh, not everything's everything's always nice. Not everything's always bad. It's a nice little mix. And, you know, you got to be able to talk through it all. And, and that's kind of what we wanted to open form to actually like like do that on. So got the music that we love. We got the sports that we love. But then we also got the culture portion. And part of that culture is, you know, building up our fellow fellow human beings, you know what I mean? Just just looking at and uh, kind of avoid, like uh, like we said, it's like males, I just found like they find a hard time actually, you know, talking about these things. And 20 years in, man, had a couple people known and worked with that and did it, you know what I mean? And it's just like, there was a, there was a way, you know, they could have reached out to me. I felt like they could have reached out to me, could have reached out to other people and, and, and it didn't happen. So definitely want to have that discussion and continue to have that discussion on this this type of form. Yeah, absolutely, man. And, and rest in peace to my homie CJ, because uh, like I, I went through the same thing, man. I was uh, I was at uh, Scott Air Force Base in Illinois, um, and then he and his family were there just kicking it with us. Uh, you know, me and my ex-wife and, and my son, who's in the next room at the time, uh, you know, and, you know, we were just talking, playing board games, and the next thing you know, man, my, my man D hitting me like yo you heard what happened to cj and i'm like nah what, what happened and he just was at my house he's like yo i heard um you know he took his life and i'm like you can't be serious like but i had no idea he was going through these things so people sometimes can build up a very tough shell or even pretend things are all good and you never know what's going on with them so like you said man it's important we we talk about these things man and um unfortunately you know like you said, we gotta we gotta do it. Um, but it kind of brings me to the next segment, man. The the mod Aubrey. Yeah, and, man. Um, I mean, and I want to tell you right now, at the time this was going on, like this was like when the pandemic was just hit. Uh, the next episode we're gonna talk about is gonna be the episode fifty four. Uh, but the pandemic had just hit, but we we didn't take that as a setback. We was like. We got together. We started a lunch pad of like everything that we wanted to, you know, to make the pod better. It's room for improvement. We narrowed down. We got our topics. Like this is when we really focus in on this right here because everything else was kind of on pause, and it just gave us something to do to clear our mind and everything. Right? This was the one episode that we was just finally able to like meet up again, like where we can have somebody over to your house, one or two people, and. Coming back for the pod, and we had just did the new setup. Y'all see all this? Like, this was, like, when we moved up in here, it was, it was all good news. Like, hey, we we coming back with loads of stuff to get up now. But, unfortunately, uh, pandemic and then the the other news that hit where they was just hiding stuff for, like, three months that just started to leak out. This was when the video leaked of uh, the incident in Georgia where they went there and they killed Ahmaud Arbery. We didn't even, have a, we didn't even have a chance. We when well, we got to it uh, also, and then we had George Floyd back to back. So that yeah, that month of potting was like I didn't even feel right talking about sports and music. To be honest no, with you, I mean the, the reason why we probably even talked about it was to offset 
just how angry we were. I mean, we were, uh, you know, you guys, I'm going to let you guys. Yeah, just let yourselves. them hear. And we're going to talk, it's, we're going to go through, through the Amal Arbery and the George Floyd. This was all episode 50 and 53. Yeah, it was that close together. Like these incidents happened, you know? So, uh, yeah, let's go ahead and roll the cash. All right, let's get to it. And the same thing will happen again. Like, we keep saying enough is enough, but this thing keeps happening, but yet there's no reform in the, ju- the judicial system. There's no change in the penal process. There's no change in the gun laws. There's no change in anything, but yet we sit here and say we're upset. We want change, but there's no change. So therefore, my reaction was unfortunately, it's unfortunate that happened, and I feel bad for him and his family. But if I'm saying I'm surprised, I'll be lying. Prez, I'm gonna toss something to you, man. How do you feel about like that being three whole months damn near before you even saw the footage of it happening? Like, so did we really need to see the footage? Did we really need to see the footage? I'll just let y'all let's let's go back a couple months since we mess with sports and stuff too, right? Ray Rice, minute that video hit, what happened? Ain't played a single game. Ain't played a single game since. Antonio Brown, you got allegations out there. That man ain't touched the field. Immediate action. But here over some nonsense over a video that clearly shows somebody actually dying. We can't get nobody to just go up in there and arrest anybody. But we can get singled out. That is what we're talking about when when we say like, "Hey, the injustices." When if y'all don't understand, y'all should understand that. Look how quickly somebody is quick to ostracize these players right here, or anything that a black man does. And then when it comes to this right here, oh oh, let the justice system handle it. No, nah, you don't want to do it on anything else. You definitely ain't gonna wait for it on this right here. What you seen on the video was clear cut. Until they, until they can actually, until they can actually prove what, uh, something else, which they, they lawyers and whatever, they should be in jail. They should be in jail. Yeah, minorities. We been don't in need jail people like less. that on the street. Yeah, like you said, Perez, minorities have been in jail for less, way lesser offenses, um, until everything got sorted out on the back end. But to me, to have the knowledge to know that, um, you know, that county in, in Georgia had the uh, the video well before we all saw it and acted on nothing. The DA uh, um, prosecutors that had, one of the prosecutors that had um, to recuse itself from the situation of the case, rather, um, still, even up until this day, I was listening to uh, Breakfast Club this morning, and even he was trying to talk about how to justify in some sort of way what those guys were doing. And then they basically said that these guys... um, had the reason to do it because of the burglary. So now it's like, damn, y'all always do this shit. Start coming out with all of the, what he was a bad person, start to smut the smear campaigns and all this shit just to justify a former, um, I think he was a cop there in that county. So, you know, the plot thickens there, but it's like, damn, like, why do we get treated like fucking animals, man? They had no intentions of arresting these people. They had no intention of doing anything different. It's it's grossly disgusting the differences in racial injustice in this country. So if I'm if I'm what running I'm away saying, from you, that don't mean you gun me down, man. Jeez. What I'm saying, you know, and that and that shit is crazy to me because you know the reason why I was um, when Hub was saying what he was saying, well, I was like, man, it don't it's damned if you do, damned if you don't. Look at Eric Garner, look at Sandra Bland. Like we have so many examples to show that 
people would pay it minding their own goddamn business. They didn't escalate shit. And shit still went they wrong. Still got shot. We have got to do something better as a people, as a society, as a judicial system. And until we do that, this shit is not going to stop. It's just going to be another couple months until we have the next one in the news cycle, and then everybody's going to stand up for that one. Foolishness. We all know we're not criminals, and we get talked to in such a demeaning way. That shit hurts your pride so much. I don't know how a lot of people can just be like, you know what? It's cool. It's cool. It's easy to say that until you're in a situation to where you're being disrespected in front of your kids, your wife, you know what I mean, your mom, and you are so... uh, Emasculated, where they're just stripping all of that from you. And then, you know, if you even ask a question, shit can get out of hand as far as that goes. So I don't even know how to process that through. Always, you know, talking to my son about how to move and how to react. And and we said a mouthful. So, you know, you know, y'all take from that what you will. And uh... Cash, I know we said we was going to let it roll right through that. Believe me, we're going to get to the next little part. We're going to let you hear about George Floyd right after this. But... I, I got to mention, like like I said, like we was building up and doing things, you know, I felt like was getting the pod really going on this path, you know. And uh, that was one of the things that we set up this week was Patreon. We had our first Patreon supporter come in. Our day one Patreon supporter, the one we sit here and we talk about the foundation, Corey, like started backing us at, at this time frame and like we was excited about that, you know? Like, we hadn't even much went public with all that that info, and people was willing to say what we was doing, like, it was, it at was the working. At the time, which, which looking back at that time, like even a year ago when we started Patreon, it really wasn't... We had good quality, but we had a lot of room to grow just like we do now. But, yeah, uh, but yeah it was... It wasn't all that, and for, you know, for just one person to believe in us that's outside of our, our core group of people that already had invested or mm-hmm. the time or whether that was money. So it was, it was kind of dope to see like, okay, people rock with us. You know, they, they really going to move forward, but we had this stuff going on. Yeah. So we couldn't even like, I don't even think we promoted it like that. No, like, we, we didn't, just, we didn't even promote it that episode. Like really like that. I don't think, and go back and correct me if I'm wrong, if I'm wrong, wrong. You know I, what I mean? I remember, but, I remember but, struggling to even like put Patreon out there in a, middle of a pandemic like yeah. do, why you know what i'm saying like how are you gonna start asking for people to give up bread that they don't even know was coming to them or you know it always felt kind of weird because but had to had to do it because it was like yo you know what i'm saying we are doing our thing and if people want to contribute to what we do you know let them do it and it actually is a great thing now for us I was nervous, but not nervous. I was like, man, we asked for this right here, but we also about to hit on all these topics. Is that going to scare people away? But I was like, I don't care if, like, those are the people that was up in there, they, they don't want to hear the truth anyway, and they ain't the people I really want to be messing with or yeah. even want to support us back. So really do appreciate all the Patreon supporters who have supported us throughout the past year, year and a half. I'm telling y'all, y'all, y'all may think that is minute to what y'all are handing over, but, like, it helps out tremendously on this podcast. Uh, like I said, we're just... If you pay one bill, if you help us pay one bill, that's that's more than enough appreciation. Yeah. And that, that gives us the $30, $40 to go do something else. So, but I mean, every time we got that, we, we're, com- we're coming up with new ways to reinvest back into the pot. And that, that and truly, like, helping us to, like, just have that extra money to go out and buy this other stuff to continually improve. <laughs> Much yeah. as we say, like, oh, that's covering the bills, we're gonna do that. All we do is just flip that money and throw it back. Yeah, into something you throw, else. it's just it's still <laughs> throw it back on something else. But it's good to at least balance out somewhat. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and we always gonna level up because we know 
that it gets greater later. So, um, but yo, what what we got next, man? What we got? All next? right, next was man. Like like I said, three three episodes later, we was back talking about it again. I think uh, Rico hit back. He's like, wasn't gonna be the last time. I didn't think it was gonna be that soon. Like usually we yeah, have yeah, like yeah. a couple of these a year, man. But it was just like back. To, and this was the one that like man. Eight, eight minutes, what, 46 seconds? This yeah. was the one. This is the one that, like, you know, everything went to a different level on this right here. And uh, all, all the, the protesting and everything started and was going on for several months. So, and then at the same time, within our career field, some stuff started coming out about racial injustices, too, that they had known about. And it was just like, <laughs> they was dropping it, and the timing couldn't have been worse for them. You know what I mean? Because now it's just... It's even spotlighted. You can't say that the military was different from regular day society because both of y'all was getting hit with both of these things and saying, like, y'all knew about this and we still ain't got change. Yeah, man. So let's go yeah. on and get into it. Let's get into it. Here's the thing about having a podcast. At certain points, you either got to speak on the issues that's occurring in society because it becomes too much to bottle in or you can continue on like nothing's happening out there and it doesn't affect you. And at the end of the day, uh, do we feel better for it? No, but we got it off our chest. And like everything else, we have to bounce back and continue to live on and live life and do what we have to do. But with that said, man, we have a great episode for you. Sorry you had to come on this somber note. We know everybody's reeling. Uh, no matter who you are, um, you feel something about what's going on out there in society right now. I mean, I just pray that everybody continues to stay safe, um, you know, and, and act responsibly while they're protesting. You know, you can't really stop what's happening. Um, you know, once you have an action, there's going to be a reaction. And at, often at times, the reaction isn't pretty. So, you know, Prez and I, we had to do what we had to do as far as speak from the heart. And some of you may agree, some of you won't. And we're fine with that. But we want to open up the floor for dialogue. So definitely hit us up in the comments. Tell us how you feel. We want to have a constructive conversation no matter who you are. So with that said, rest in peace, George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, Ahmaud Arbery. And it's a damn shame I can name so many more. But Prez, I got to be honest, man. I was pacing the entire time, like coming, like leading up to this, even yesterday. Like, I don't think I really wanted to even have a pod, to be honest with you. But, oh, uh, yeah, man. I mean, just we, with- um, you know, of course, this happens every single time something like this happens and there's an outrage. You know, people really show their true colors or they don't show any colors at all, yeah. which is equally as uh, it means something to me too when, you, when you're silent as well, as far as um, non black friends and family that I have. But, it's always like when you go back to the Kaepernick thing, it became about uh, the national anthem and all these other things that what he was kneeling for really didn't mean. You know what I mean? Um, it's right in our face again, police brutality. Uh, the last three months have been fucking hell mentally, like for me, like knowing that, yeah, we're in Germany, you know what I'm saying? And we we live a pretty good life, but at the same time, I can't say that I don't fear for my my brothers and sisters out there that are, you know, trying to fight the good fight and all so many different things and so many different it's being just, you know, thrown at them as far as the looting. Now, the looting piece of this um, is being thrown in our face as if all people that are looting are black. It's not. Everybody's taking advantage Absolutely. of this situation. Mm-hmm. And you you're always going to have that. If you do your history and know your knowledge, you know what I mean? And it, that's kind of what I got to say for that, man, as far as the correlation between it's always changing the, the goalposts and the argument of yeah. things. And I can't, you know, we can't 
due to, to what we do day in and day out, we can't even talk about, you know, who in terms of the yeah. things that are be put, being put out there um, on social media and, you know, being more concerned with not being, being fact-checked versus um, what you're actually saying and having the empathy for what black folks are going through. Um, and I just think it, it comes boils down to just, you got to know your impact. You got to know where, where you're at and what your words can actually say, do, or influence. Uh, I mean, that's something we learn as like leaders. Uh, you know, you got to be careful. You got to be, you got to choose your words wisely. You got to understand uh, how this can affect different cultures. Everybody, uh, I don't know, being in the military, like we got people from all across and everybody has their different uh, society, society norms uh, depending on where they at, their cultural norms. And, uh, you know, working with all those different uh, personalities and making them all to just get to a single goal, uh, that's kind of what we what we do on a day-to-day basis. So uh, just being aware of that and just being aware, just like, even though, like we, like I said, we may be over here, the fact that how we grew up, where we grew up, what we going through, what our family going through, what other people's families are going through on, on, on this end, it's still happening. It's still affect you in, uh, in, in, during your off time, like when you're off duty and stuff right. like this. It's stuff that you still worry about. And that's that's where it still comes into effect. And it's, it goes, like I said, in these situations, it's like you got to be aware of that with your people all the time when you're managing people. So it's the same thing. Like uh, just, just be respectful of what's going on and how it will affect the people around you. Yeah, and I highly encourage uh, all of those that, that wear the uniform still or work with people that wear the uniform, have the uncomfortable conversation. The same way you want to talk about um, sexual abuse, the same way you want to talk about yes. inviting the LGBTQ um, community, is the same way we have to address these type of racial issues because we're just a microcosm of society. Like, we're no different than people outside of the uniform. Just look at the uh, report that came out this week where it was talking about um, the racial inequality in terms of promotions, yeah. uh, in terms of um, judicial and non-judicial punishment, how black people are, are, you know, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but it was staggering to read that all in the same week and nobody to talk to. Exactly. Nobody to talk to about it but you, yeah. but but Hadrico, but our friends, you know, in a group chat that have felt it, seen it, but you can't prove it, so you can't really say anything about it. You just got to fight the good fight, study harder next year, work harder. You know, you're told to do all these different things, and uh, this was acknowledged as far as back as 2016 that there was disparities, you know, for things. So it's kind of like, damn, man, like all in one week. That, that stuff I was talking about, about the racial disparities, that's nothing, but I'm just saying, like, I feel that every single time. I may not talk about it, at work, I may not talk about it at home, but I feel these things every single time they happen. And it's just like enough is enough, man. Like enough is enough. Yeah, it's another episode. We got a new setup or whatever. You know, wife allowed me to move around a little bit. So we got some space opened up in here. We yeah. back out up in here. We can be in the same building again. It's nice. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Done definitely went and decked it out a little bit. Y'all probably can't see everything, but uh, the setup is different. I'm liking it. I'm liking it. Yeah, we, we going to upgrade as we go along, you know. So if you stayed around for that, yeah, we definitely, yeah, I threw that in at the end. Like I told y'all, that's the same time frame. We was actually doing stuff in here, and we had made it the different look, the look that you see now. That's kind of what Cash had came up with, had, had decked out. 
So we ain't gonna stay too somber. Like, hey, this is a celebration. Yeah, we absolutely, some, absolutely, man. <laughs> we had some fun times, man. Uh, and I think everything that need to be said was said up in those episodes. And truth me, I found out that at that time, maybe Cash is a pretty good leader in his uh, section. <laughs> you know, he say some profound shit from time to time, man. Yeah, they uh, tend, they call me Reverend <laughs> at work of all my uh, isms and, and things I say. But like, you know. Like I said, man, I was telling one of my bosses at the time, like when this was happening, like, you know, I only, let me, let me dial back. So there was a, also the report that came out that we spoke to as far as in the military that came up and um, as far as the disparity, as far as the promotions and, and a few other things that, that came up. And it was, it was race driven and that came out on the heels of all this stuff. So not only, like Prez said, was it happening in society, it was happening in our little military society in particular, um, the Air Force. So it, it we felt the ways about it. We we had a whole stand down and to discuss it with the and that's really just groups of people in their own organizations just sitting down and talk about it. We talked about it, but I don't talk a lot about this stuff at work because in the military you don't necessarily talk about these things all the time. And just in general, people don't talk about it because it makes people feel uncomfortable. But you know, I had a talk with one of my bosses and I was like, man, it's crazy that this comes to fruition because, like, uh, still a quote from Hove, you only spot a few blacks the higher you go. So when you see these type of disparities and you don't have somebody that looks like you because representation matters, yes, this shit bothers me. It's always bothered me like, on the heels of everything. I was like, damn, this report comes out too. And, you know, had a lot of discussions with different people, um, you know, in my inner circle as far as work, and I think they heard me. You know, it was what it was from there. So it, it was a lot going on during that time. And in the middle of a pandemic, everybody kind of isolated. So crazy, crazy, crazy times, man. Crazy times. But that's that. It's always going to be crazy times. It's always going to be hard times. But we this is what, this, yeah, this we is able what to talk we about. To and we got to be able to talk about it and keep it engaged. And I think those were engaging and intelligent ways to discuss those uh, conversations, you know, and still be inclusive with everybody and not yeah. trying to just like, say, hey, this is... This is this, this is that, you know what I mean? This, no, this is what everybody needs to do to, like, move forward. Right, right, like, right. Get, get that type of perspective. Yeah, yeah. But let's go to something else that we had, <laughs> yeah, like, let, a lot let, of Let's, get back, let's bring so it back. Right let's before bring this it pandemic, back. man, like, Raiders, when they played in London. Had a blast. Had man, a blast. We took a trip to London. We had we, a, took a trip to London with my man Maul, my man Kev. Shout out to them, man. Uh, great and, trip. Yeah, great trip. We talked shit the entire time there <laughs> uh, from Germany to London. We drove... Never do again. But we did get a chance to just talk noise the whole time, man. Uh, Prez made a bet with Maul. None of us thought he was going to win. Um, no way in hell. But Prez had this unwavering belief. I, I just want y'all to hear this conversation and how it comes in. Like He has a drunk video that I kept because he was talking noise. We almost got into a fight at the stadium. It's crazy. It's crazy. And I had my son with me. And he had his son with him. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So I was going, of course, if it went down, Prez was going to have to defend himself because I had to take care of the kid. You yeah. know what I mean? I had to. <laughs> he was just being reckless. Hey, I will say, man, y'all going to hear my voice. It was still a little bit off on here. I lost my voice through that. I yelled so much. At the, that was like my first time like going to like uh, the Raiders game. I'd have been to baseball. I'd have been to college football. I had never made it to a Raiders game because, hey, when I was staying in California, when I could have went there, the Raiders was actually good. And I ain't make enough money to go to none of those games. God, yeah, we all, we all been there. You know what I'm saying? I didn't make enough Gambling money. Gambling away, I rent money. Yeah. 
<laughs> it was times, baby, Cash Creek. <laughs> Man, yeah. Hey, uh, but, yeah, so I went there. I lost my voice, and I tell you right now, no lie right now, I still can't get my voice back up that high no more or, or like, yell at a certain point. Like, it, it still hurts. Like, I think I ruined my my. She be all together, but it was worth it. Raiders won. Raiders won. We 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 won the game. So. Hey, y'all, 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 too, there, man. Listen to this this little <laughs> part of the pod, man. Y'all, y'all gonna love this, man. Y'all gonna love this. You better talk up my team every last little bit. You better quit all the disrespect you have on their car. This is Frank, fresh, fresh after a win. This is not suitable for children. Not at all. What you talking about? Or the truth. Fourteen two. 14 and 2. Repeat it. Repeat it. Boy, that boy was lit after that, that game, boy. Said, he was lit after that game in London, boy. Uh, so, yeah, man, the whole way up, man, I, myself included, we all disrespected him. We gave him no chance. In fact, we thought they wasn't going to score any points wow. against that uh, vaunted Chicago Bears and defense. note, they didn't have a quarterback. I was like, the level of disrespect. He's at an all-time high. The level of disrespect. One bit, he lit. He just... Up and down the stairs. Woo! Just, uh, you know how he is. I don't know. In full Frank the Tank mode. Let me take you back a few years before Frank had kids and a wife. Okay. (laughs) There was a person named Frank the Tank. (laughs) You remember Frank the Tank from, uh, what's the movie with? uh, Old School. Old School. Yeah, he was every bit. Of Frank the Tank, boy. He was a wild boy back in the day. (laughs) And you saw a little glimpses of that. Yeah, I saw saw a little twinkle in his eye. You know, okay. has beer number two and three, then we lost count. You know, so it turned into and these ain't regular bills; these stadium bills. You know, these, these stadium bills. So you know, you paying premium. Actually, it was pretty affordable, but nevertheless, he was still pretty pissy okay. after a while. <laughs> so we got Bears fans to the left of us, the right uh-huh. of us, up bottom. That you name it, there was a Bears fan. I think it was only one other Raider fan in our section. Yeah, so pretty much all of them wanted him to shut up by the first six minutes into the game because you know they went up big quite. Mighty Quite early. Quick. Mighty early. So, and they was just silence. Everybody was in silence. And, you know, Frank got one guy so mad about 6'4", a little about, what, 285 or something oh, like that. Yeah, he had to come, he came down and apologized to Frank for cussing him out because, you know, he got beside himself. Frank got up under his skin that much. You know, so after this, you know, prayers, I'm thinking, oh, damn, we on high alert. Something about to happen because we got about three more quarters of him talking shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> So, uh, man, but, you know, they came back. Frank thought it, you know, Frank thought it was over for him. And then, you know, a few plays. I never thought that. Not once. Not once did I waver. I always said these Raiders were going to pull it out. He left me and his kid in the stands to go down. <laughs> <laughs> to go down on the field to pray for that win. Going, uh, you know, he prayed He prayed the game and, and they got the win, you know. But he was highly obnoxious. <laughs> yeah, he was highly obnoxious the entire entire night. But, man, well-deserved. He's the only one that believed. Hey, like you said, to the victor gets the spoils, man. So, you know, I'm going to go ahead and do this. Frank, the floor is yours. Raiders, we did it. We came to London against all odds. All odds come there. The, the, the Chicago Bears that took over that stadium, we said, you know what? This Khalil Mack, he's going to pay. I'm tired of hearing about it. I'm tired of hearing about it for a full year. Oh, y'all lost this. Y'all lost that. What did we lose? What was the, what was that stat line? You know what the stat line was? <laughs> you know, no sacks on Derek Cardo. No sacks. We came to handle business. Had a backup defensive end. Two of them. Got four sacks. Mm. Four sacks. On the backup quarterback. Oh, okay, I don't care. Oh, no, I'm not that, saying. I'm just saying. You, you forgetting what he said that ride was. <laughs> that ride was, they, they ain't show us no respect. They said that defense was going to put up about 20 on us. Mm. They ain't need no offense. So, hey, 
we showed them that you need them. I ain't going to curse yet. I ain't going to curse. Okay. Ooh, but you need that offense, you know? All yeah. right. You good? Got that out? For now. All right, all right. I'm sure we'll dive a little deeper into this. Hey, did you know about? what we got with that uh, Khalil oh. Mack pick? What'd you get? Mm, 149 yards. Come on, let's get it. Two TDs. Guess, so y'all won that trade, huh? For that moment. Okay. When I, it counted, y'all actually thought we couldn't stop Khalil Mack? No, I didn't think so. What happened? Are you believing now? No, I'm still not a believer. Well, let team. me take you to church and go get you on these Saints over here. <laughs> wow. So, is that the segue? Okay. So, he keeps bringing up the Saints because my Tampa Bay Buccaneers um, decided not to show up and play defense enough, and we ended up losing to the Saints 31-24. Uh, to 24. Mm. Um, Was that one of your guaranteed wins? I always gonna pick, I'm always going to pick Tampa. Oh, okay. Oh, every time. Now, now, now he's always. he. You know, last week, I'm an honest person. Why you can't be honest about your team? You knew y'all was going to lose that game. Right? Actually, I didn't think we were going to lose the game. Um, so, th- was they playing with a backup quarterback? Yeah, they played with a backup quarterback. Y'all playing with y'all starting, they were playing with a backup. Yeah, they were playing with a little backup. different, though, for y'all, though. We in London this week. Hopefully, we get that road road victory like y'all did. Mm, but I'm damn sure we're going to come. Not on CMC. <laughs> not on McCaffrey. <laughs> you mean the guy we shut down the first time? <laughs> I gotta take that. I, I couldn't stop, boy. Y'all boys was throwing shots the whole entire time. Even though you won, we still we still was hating, man. Yeah, yeah, I was still hating. I, I wanted to be known. I backed up Christian McCaffrey right there. I said he was actually pretty good, right? Yeah, man. Hey, it's only if you, if you listen every if you listen every week, then you know he feels a different type of way about Christian McCaffrey. Now, I mean, you know, I mean, he's he's changed up a lot, you know, his, you know, from his different stance. You know, we all evolve, right? No, no. Hey, you know? I said Christian McCaffrey is great. Get off my back, people. <laughs> Christian McCaffrey, I, I I backed him up. I just want that to be known. But yeah, man, that, like I said, that was that was I, I love that. Trip. Man, that that whole event, man, that that was a great two. Well, it was like three weeks because we got he went the next week to his game. Yeah, yeah. Hud Hud went the next week to his Tampa Bay game. I didn't. It didn't go. So I well. didn't go. To, it, it didn't, didn't go. go so yeah, well. It didn't go well. But I mean, I mean, he had a lot of access to him. Like he had some great footage. You know, Hud. You know, Hud. <laughs> one thing he gonna do, he gonna find a way to use that mouthpiece to get his way yeah. somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that that was a good trip, man. Good trip, man. We need to do it again. At some point, really, really, really soon, man. But what we got next, man, for the people? All right, man. Next, man, is all. So, like we said, we got 117 real episodes, I think. 117, 118. But this is like our 100th official episode. And the reason for that is like uh, we we took little adventures. Like we didn't want to ruin the, our little brand or whatever we was building up. You know, we had a platform. We 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 had the consistency on that portion. But it's stuff that we did want to try. And one of those things was just like we have some albums that we love to talk about. Some that, that we are considered like classics that we don't feel like gets uh, to just do, man. Yeah, yeah. You go on YouTube, whatever. It's like there ain't ain't too much things out there. You go on like uh or. Anytime people are having those discussions, they don't bring up those albums. I'm like, man, those were certified like classic albums. So we wanted to take our time to highlight those. And so it was just us kind of like yeah, not, just trying not, not a little bit in like we, our hip hop fandom. Because this is the first video we did, but we we started a only the classics series. So mm-hmm. we have like a few videos on it now, but this is the first video we did with Commons B. And we did we did Scarface before did Scarface. that. We also on audio. We did the um, becoming. Becoming. So Prez will put that in the show notes. And, and then um, as far uh, as what numbers those got, are. Uh, freeway. 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 Yeah. Beanie Siegel as well. So Kanye West. 
Do we do a Kanye? Yeah, we did a Kanye West. So, man, we've been working, man. Like, you see, you you know, very few, you know, very seldom do we watch the game tapes or listen to them. Uh, (laughs) Editing, man. It's out there. It's out there. Yeah, it's out there, man. Now, 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 I I get my feedback from the comments, like when they say, hey, you messed up. Like, ah, damn. Yeah, that's now I understand why rappers be forgetting their lyrics. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Because, like, once you put it out there, you put it out there, you on to the next. So, but yeah, y'all check out this comment, B review, and, and go check out the rest of the reviews, man. We'll put a list up there. We'll put a list out there in uh, audio land. So, yeah. We got, and then, we got then some let, us, let us know what y'all, well, I, I think Common B was the one that hit off like, yeah, it went jump. crazy. It seemed like everybody was waiting on that. That Common B one came out, man, and that one just did, it, it did great on the audio portion and video portion on there uh, right and off still the jump. Doing, still yeah, doing numbers. Man, they, so. And, and that's, that, that kind of solidified all the point we were trying to make. Like, people want this content. It's just not out there. So we just got to continue just, like, delivering it. But we don't want to just say everything's a classic. We we, we just talked about in the previous episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everything ain't a classic. But, I mean, uh, we keep it true. And if we can keep finding these little things like that to put out, we will. All right. Let's get to the common B. This album is iconic, that intro, man. That's what it's all about, man. You got to have your intro perfect. I keep telling these people, man. Like, that's what sets the tone. Man, every time gets me. What do we call this series? Only the classics. Only the classics. I think this one is the 2006 Lyricist of the Year BET Hip Hop Award. Grammy nominated. Grammy nominated. Uh, produced by, I think it was like Epic, Yay and Dilla? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Okay. Two of the okay. illest to ever do it. You know all what right, I mean? Right. And then uh, I think it was hitting on something that we hit on on the last one, too. You know, if you're going to give something, you can't give no throwaways on the classic album, no, right? No, no throwaways. Ten joints, so, in and now. Easy listen, no room for throwaways right here. So I'm talking about if y'all ain't caught on yet, coming. B. B. Man, what is it? where did this one take you back to, man? Like Wayne was coming up, dropping the mixtape at the mixtape at this point, doing the freestyle of... Coming up with, hey, I don't write nothing down. That was the big thing. So everybody was trying mm-hmm. to do the freestyles, not writing writing stuff down. And the music was kind of getting watered down because everybody's not Wayne. I'm and sorry. And the South was beginning to run yeah. things. So, so as far as just hip-hop and soulful beats, that Kanye ushered that back in yep. the college dropout and, and, you know, and late registration and stuff like that. But in the midst of that was B. Yeah, you know what I mean, and uh, it it was just so welcome because, of course, us being lyricists and, and loving lyricists, you just wanted something to champion. Yeah, to be like, oh, okay, yeah, this and, this is that shit. And you felt like he was overdue for something like this too, just the same way as we're talking about the Scarface. You know, like, hey, he's been putting in work. Every I recognize him. Other people recognize him, but like, he didn't have that that crossover appeal that most people wanted. And this right here with Ye on the beats coming up and everything, and everybody was getting back into those soulful beats. This this was like an elevation of just that uh, college dropout. And their and their relationship, the elevation of their relationship, because they've known each other for years through No ID, through Jay Dillon, through Kanye just, you know, shouting it from the rafters with whoever would listen, like, yo, I'm that dude, and I'm going to be whatever I'm going to be. You know, just name it. Like, countless stories that you heard about Kanye 
feeling like he was that guy from the very beginning and nobody could tell him any different. So this was kind of like a match made in heaven. And I, I'm glad that it happened because, um, you know, as we get into the different songs, it's just like the cohesiveness of one rapper, one producer. He is honchoing everything that's happening in that studio. And it's a beautiful thing to see. Yeah. And so speaking of that, man, it's a lot of different collaborations that just work every single time. Like every time Game and Dre make something, it's beautiful. Every time, I would even say Game and Just Blaze or Just Blaze and Jay-Z or Kanye and Jay-Z. It's just certain guys that just have that thing that whenever they get together, Gangsta it's just Gibbs beautiful music. Gangsta Gibbs and Mad Lib, um, Pinata and uh, what's it, the latest one? Bandana. Bandana, you know, check those out. Like those are just a, a few artists and albums um, that you should go back and listen to and definitely see the synergy between the two because it's uncanny what they do in the studio, man. And there's something to be said for that. Like, more more people should do it. And I, and they are doing it. You got the yeah. currencies, even though I know you don't like currency. Eh, on occasions. But yeah, man. <laughs> but yo, yo, let's let's get at, let's get into it. You know how I always say the intro has to set the tone. Can't come in half-stepping on the intro. Like it just pulls me away. And I don't want to be pulled away from the beginning. That first impression. People, we, we talk about it all the time. And this one had a perfect one. It's just a builder. It was just super simple. Super simple. And then he came in there with that uh Malcolm Coltrane, my man, you set. Like once he started talking that that talk, you knew what this album was about to be. And your first few words, artists, can be everything that you need to say on an album. Them yeah. first few words or on a song. That's everything you need to say to make that statement to get most people attention. So I just came up with an idea, Prez. What you gonna do? Intro. The best intros pod. Yeah, I got, I got a couple in my head right now. We'll say maybe that. we, we we'll do that down the line, down the line. Yeah, we'll, oh. we'll say that. I got a couple, though, and I know who's gonna be. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, down the line, down the line, down the line. I wish I can give this feeling. I wish I can give this feeling. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Hey, uh... So for this next clip, man, this was like the first one I had to do with one of our co-hosts, and this is when Cash, Zach P, you know, he was kind of handing over the reins because he was off and gone. Our job takes us away from home from time to time, and we still need to get a podcast out. And I want to tell you right now, I don't think me and this other co-host was quite prepared to do what we had to do, but you know, we can speak on some one thing, and we can always keep a conversation going on, and that was uh, about sports. Uh, so I bring back to the couch the one and only Hudrico. Ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages, man, woman, child, and or beast, we are all going to take time to realize and recognize the true homage that is your Super Bowl champion, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. As we talk about an episode where we put rules to this shit, the rule is represent and respect the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, while Cash was gone, we had to hold it down, and we did that, and we did it well because we took the time to recognize the true champion. That is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And we realized just how crazy Prez was with his Raider takes. I believe when y'all supposed to be 14 and 2. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> now now y'all got rid of 14 linemen. You may only got two left. I don't know what. Listen, how about this? This is what I'm going to do for you, Prez. I'm, this is a Hudrico special. I'm sensing, you know, since I'm coming back for a long time, 
I'm going to go ahead and give you Jason Light's number. That's the GM to Tampa Bay. So he can go ahead and show y'all how to run a program. Because if you notice, we're going back stronger and better than ever because we're going back to back. But away from that, man, I want to take the time to give a shout out to the couch, man. A hundred episodes. Man, that's humongous, man. Y'all have been doing a lot of sleeping on the couch, man. I'm proud of y'all boys. Keep grinding, man. The show is going great, man. I see I see the growth. I see how y'all vibing. But, you know, very proud of what y'all doing. But most of all, the main rule to this stuff is that, yes, Tampa Bay Buccaneers are the best team in the NFL for this year. And I'm going to tell you now, we're winning again next year. So don't be surprised. You heard it from Hudrico first. So so what y'all about to hear is the clip that me and Hudrico we did. And uh, it basically laid out the the rules to actually switching teams or claiming a team in the midst of an offseason. Like, uh, we laid out some clear-cut rules. So all these new bandwagon fans that I think y'all Buccaneers got, and I know he just insinuated that I should come over there and be a Bucs fan. Well, this, this is uh, the clear rules from don't sleep on the couch because I don't think if we follow these rules, that's even possible. You got you to stick with your team. Basically, you got to be loyal. All right, before we before we do go into the clip, Perez, before we do go into the clip, before we let Hudrico go, man, plug plug where they can find you, man. Plug where they can find you, man. Well, listen, man, first off, man, I appreciate all the time that I did spend on the couch, man, but if you're still trying to find Hudrico, man, you can hit me up at Hudrico Live on Instagram, uh, Twitter. I mean, everywhere. Hudrico Live. I got the podcast going, the YouTube channel. Please like, subscribe, and share at Hudrico Live. That's H-U-D-R-I-C-O-L-I-V-E, man. But listen, while y'all play that clip, Please, let, I need you to do me one favor, Press. Make sure you turn the volume up on Cash's headset because he changes teams like draws. So he <laughs> maybe don't know these rules. Maybe since he wasn't there to shoot this episode, he didn't listen. But maybe he can go back and listen this time. So please make sure you turn that volume up on him. And while y'all turn that volume up, please feel free to holler at your boy at Hadrico Live. All right, man. All right, man. We holler at you, man. Thanks for coming on, man. Hey, no, no problem, fellas. Keep grinding. Hold up, hold up. Are we setting the rules here? I'm going to set some rules. So we're going to tell the rules of what it takes to... to, Here are legal and only justifiable... Official rules to the DSE podcast... For changing teams. Yeah, this this is it. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, get your pens and paper out. Fellas, listen, with your kids, your grandchildren, man, woman, child... If you're listening... (laughs) When you edit this... (laughs) Listen, <laughs> rules. If the team that you like, professional team, decides to uproot and leave the city that you once cheered for them in, yeah, I think you are justified to change your team because this team has left you. So why must you be forced to stick with them? I, I, I can see to that, yeah. Especially. Now, you can stay with them, yeah. but if you choose to say, for example, let's say you're a St. Louis Rams fan, mm-hmm. and you've been a diehard St. Louis Rams fan your entire so, life. You're from St. Louis. You're from St. Louis, and then they up and leave and go to L.A. What if you don't like L.A.? Does that mean you have to like the L.A. Rams? I mean, if you if you are a Boston Celtics fan on, on top of that, and you hate the Lakers, you don't want to be no, nowhere associated with L.A. You don't want to tie that in. So, therefore, I think that's a justifiable reason. I, I get what you're saying. That's oh. a justifiable reason right there. Reason number two. Mm-hmm. If your child is drafted or plays for a team, you have all rights to leave whatever team you was at and now root for said team. Ooh. Listen, Frank, I know you you a diehard Raiders fan. Yes. But if your son 
goes through the trajectory and gets drafted. He is the first overall pick for the Denver Broncos. I'm not trying to commit blasphemy here for you. No, I, know I'm, like I'm, I know I'm saying some very like you just I'm saying some this hurtful things to you. <laughs> but if your son is a starting quarterback for the Denver Broncos, you mean to tell me you ain't going to be a Broncos fan? Can, can I still just wear his college gear? Let's, let's put a caveat up in there. Then let's like go on, right? caveat let's, it up. Let's, let's talk about it. Talk about it. So would this fall under the same rules as can you follow just one player? You, you say, can like a player. Like one, let's say with the degree that you like this one player on this other team, you can own one article of clothing. Yes, I agree. One article, one gear with their number on it, whatever. I agree. And that's it. But you're not a fan of that team. I'm going to give you a better example. I personally think that Tom Brady, as much as I don't, I don't, I don't like the Patriots at all, uh-huh. but I think Tom Brady is the coldest quarterback out there. Right. I think what he has been able to get done with zero running ability, yes, zero big name receivers. TB twelve to me is one of the coldest quarterbacks to ever play quarterback. That's what I'm saying, like because you can go in every offseason and get a new rule made for you and just have the league cheat for you. Well, I, I, I'm not gonna go you that be far. Doing I'm right, not huh? gonna go that far. But what I'm saying is, <laughs> I think the young man's a good quarterback. I personally, I have a Tom Brady jersey. I mean, to make you watch a game and you can clearly see a fumble and he just says, so no, go, it's not. So we're going to go. It's not a fumble. It's okay. a poor pass. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> the Raiders bias is kicking in very, very hard. <laughs> very hard. So like I'm saying. So if you want to put rule number two, if your son is drafted to another team, if you have one player that you like, one player. You can have that one article of clothing and cheer for that player. Not that team. You can't say, oh, yeah, I'm pulling for the Patriots because I want to see them win this whole... Bro. Bro, I'm going to tell you That's something. multiple teams. That's bandwagon. Listen, if my child gets drafted, I want I want him to do well, and I'm going to want the team that he is on no, to do well. You don't want his team, but if you happen to make it to the Super Bowl, oh, you want him to win Super Bowl the, MVP. It's, it's debatable. <laughs> that one's debatable. So, so, so keeping on these rules, so we got the first two rules established, okay. right? With, with loopholes, okay. Okay, with, with minor loopholes, minor. Okay. Just if you, Tom Brady hate just supersedes everything. I see. <laughs> Once you switch to this new team, you cannot try to run back to your old team if they reach success once you have left. You can't go back and be like, oh, I used to be a, 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 a Miami Heat fan back when they... No, 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 no. If you have departed, you have turned in your Heat card, you cannot go back trying to go back and say you was a fan of them back in this many days ago. It don't work like that. Once you're gone, you're gone. You're gone. But once you do, you must purge the other gear. Now, let me ask you this question. What about kids? Because, you know, kids, sometimes they, they, they don't really know what's going on. For example, I'm not going to front. I ain't going to lie to you. Prayers, I believe there was a time in everybody's life. I don't care who he is. You was a Chicago Bulls fan. I don't care mm-hmm. what you say. Everybody and their mama liked the Chicago Bulls for a time. Yeah. You could not not like the Chicago Bulls. Then I think as we got older. I mean, Scottie Pippen he, was amazing. He, well, and, and so, was the, so was the ball-headed real mamba. I mean, Rodman was on there, too. B.J. Armstrong. He must have that baseball player come on there. He was pretty good, too. You may not like Michael Jordan, but he, <laughs> listen, you will respect his airness. Okay? <laughs> listen, mamba, rest his soul. He showed mamba how to mamba. Yeah. Okay. He shed tears because he did it better than him. We're not going to get into that. We're not, we're not going to do that. He took his moves, mimicking, you know, like <laughs> do it a little bit better. Uh, the remix. Now, as a child, you know, you start off one place and then eventually you kind of settle in and you kind of make your own choices. Um, do you feel that a child should be required to like the same team as his father? 
no, you don't have to be required. But don't expect, you know, all this admiration from the father if you just go out and just slap him in the face and it's choose just a different team. So disrespectful. So Matter of fact, I have a child who did that. <laughs> you got to stick from the good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah. I think we got a solid set of rules. Man. I think we got a solid set of people to go by. So if you want to change teams, listen to this part so we can go ahead and get you squared away, and then we're going to go from there. Cash, man, that's still one of my favorite episodes. I want to thank Hudrico for stopping by on there, you know, giving his little intro, and, of course, talking about his uh, TVs. Uh, you still got to say nice things. Uh, you still got to oh, say yeah, nice yeah. things. The that's fucking that. is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> still, still this year, right? Well, it's a new, it's a new year. Is it? It's a, it's a new Oh, new football for season. football season. <laughs> my obligations are done, bums. <laughs> <laughs> Find a way to hate, man. Yeah, yeah. Add that to the list. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but uh, yeah, I, I I really did enjoy that episode. I mean, me and him, we we sat there, we really thought about that list, we talked it through. You know, we planned up that episode for about a good three or four days before we actually like did it, and all that. See what happened to edit to uh, get all the equipment ready on the fly. We had to like. Somebody had to come over here and get it from your house and stuff like man. Like it was a learning experience, and that that really, you know, I think that kind of got it. Me where I'm editing, I, I'm pretty yeah, sure yeah. Hud Rico would say that's kind of got yeah. Because with his pod, with his pod, like everybody, everybody had to do their own thing, yeah. and and that's what that's what it is, man. When you Took got us a team, level up a little bit, huh? It made all of us level up a little. Yeah, bit. Yeah, when you got a team, everybody on the team got to do something. You know what I mean? Because if that one time, one person go down, you can't have that one person stop the show. And uh, y'all did a good job, man. All I had to do is come in on the back end and do a few things. But, I mean, the, everything was good, man. And then from there, uh, even now, you know, I, I don't really care what you do with audio. Yeah. Do your thing. And uh, we do the video and we, we split it out and we're able to get more content out yeah. as a result. This is just a two-man show now. Uh, eventually, we're going to farm stuff out and to other people. When but we start making a little bit more of yeah, yeah, get it sure. to like uh our plans as we want to go, you know what I mean? I think we'll get there eventually. And then uh but yeah, I mean and that's why I'm always gonna have that I, anybody asks me about that episode, I always have that personal feeling about that episode. And I love that content just because like y'all if you watch this long enough, you know how diehard Raiders fan I am. And, like, it's yeah. plenty of times where people say, oh, I should have jumped ship. But that's that that gives the rules of why I don't. I, I look at other people who constantly switch teams as, like, uh, that's you're crazy. Not really and the funny the thing about it is, you, you, you know, in the span of the last couple of years, you've had to watch me enjoy success. Padrico <laughs> <laughs> enjoy success. <laughs> And the Raiders are still where they at, man. And yeah. you stick by. You stick by. I mean, yeah. you stick we by the rules. We went to the playoffs and everything, but they gave me a couple of those victories like we had on that London trip that made it all worth it. You know yeah, what I mean? You, those you, little you, small yeah. victories. You stick to the rules, man. That's one thing I can say. Me, I jump ship as soon as, soon as I see <laughs> anything going wrong. That's only in college football. I ain't really got a home until recently. So I'm Syracuse everything. And I finally, finally decided to come on home with Syracuse everything. It is, it is, man. What, what what we got next? So uh I think this is our last one, man. Like, and this was our last big, like, this is the other part of the bonus section where we was just like just trying new stuff, right? So we we talk about TV shows and everybody watch TV shows, but man, I got three kids, man, wife. They all had the TVs. I don't have the TVs at my house, man. So I, I read and, and that's how I get my enjoyment and stuff like this, my entertainment. So I catch up on shows when I catch up on them. And uh so 
I was trying to see what I can bring back to the pod with that. And I don't really read these self-help books, but since it was something that I could do and bring back for leadership, I started like picking up those those type books. But our pod deals with hip hop and all this. Right, so right. is it something that can, you know, check both of those marks and like go down there? And it was some books that we really wanted to get in. I think that was when the Rick Ross book was coming yeah, out. Yeah, we like, talked. We, yeah, we had something one. on that. We had something on that. I don't that think we dedicated a whole whole pod to it, but we yeah. did speak on it during one of the episodes. So that one was a good one. Uh we had uh where we spoke on uh the the, 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 the Gucci. The, the, Gucci Man, yeah, no, Gucci Man. Gucci Man, but uh nah, the Made the suits for everybody. Oh, Dapper Dan. Dapper Dan read his book, yeah. So uh, and learned about his whole adventures and stuff like this. But the fir- very first one that we did, and we felt like, how can we gather something out? It was the Fifty Cent book. Fifty Fifty Cent had written one book before, uh, the Fifty Laws of Power. It basically tells you, you know, how to conduct yourself in like a boardroom, or you know, when you're trying to take over or or dominate something, like or, or you know, succeed. I say dominate, succeed in something, yeah. uh, and and. Came back again now, like, the original book was about his initial success. This was, like, his maintaining that success and, you know, going into different fields. Like, because as he he left the music, he was going into the business world and actually doing his production and all this, like, and, and having the many arms of his company. So how did he change up his approach and demeanor in those boardrooms and stuff like that to continue to succeed. And that was what we was getting out of there. And we figured we'd just pull the five lessons out of there, you know, speak on those top five that we thought that he spoke out of there. Yeah, we definitely got to do more of these. And, and it's, like you said, man, the important part of it, if y'all didn't catch it, is it's all hip-hop related for the most part or sports, sports related. So we definitely tying in those two worlds and letting you know that there's actually dope content out there outside of just the videos you see in the, in the movies and TV shows you watch. Like, you, they, these guys actually have books and valid input. I'd rather take it from guys that I listened to and, and kind of grew up with along the way, whether it be music or entertainment, than some old random bringing it back to the culture and uplifting the culture. So, man, let, let's get into the 50 Cent Review, man. Yeah, uh, yeah. Give, give people the name of the book before we get into it. Hustle harder, hustle smarter. Okay, that's yeah, what it yeah, is, man. I'm on the spot. Yeah, now. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, man, the second fifty cent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, y'all, y'all check that out, man. Recently, we had a Zoom call meeting with our Patreon supporters. Thank you for your Patreon supporters. They they suggested an idea since I don't really pay attention to all the TV shows going on. I read books. They said they present a book. I read it, get my five takeaways from it, and uh, we'll speak on it. That's this. That's this video right here. Cash decided to. Uh, Read this book with me. Our first book is going to be Curtis 50 Cent Jackson, Hustle Harder, Hustle Smarter. It's a leadership book. This is the second 50 Cent book I've read. Uh, the first one was The 50th Law with uh, Robert Greene. That was like when he was initially coming up. This is like, this is 50 been in the business for a while. This is uh, the lesson he's learned since his music career kind of fading and then how he's going into uh, the showbiz world. So we're going to just give our top five points that he made up in here. We're going to give a brief little explanation on it and move on. And we we know what you're thinking. 50 Cent? A leadership? There's a lot to be learned from 50's leadership style and his business acumen. And again, we don't want to do the same old leadership books that everybody's pitching to you. We want to do stuff that's from our culture, from our hip-hop culture specifically, and flip it back to you. I figure... 
you know, you'll you'll read a book or listen to a book from a 50 cent versus some random person that you just got put on. And this is kind of, he's right in our age range too. So we grew up listening to 50. So, you know, what, what, what better way to give back and kind of stick with the culture as they progress through different things, TV shows, uh, successful label, you name it, man. Executive producing all types of different things. Um, his, you know, his deal with vitamin water. Like, there's a lot of things to be learned from this man and what he's done. Yes, he's a troll, and yes, he's a funny guy, and yes, he's had beef with Ja Rule and all that. We get it. Rick Ross. Rick Ross, we get it. But at he the same speaks, time... He speaks on all these things, even yeah. to his uh, friendship with artists that you probably don't agree with. All this is spoke on in this book. Yeah, let's go ahead and start yeah, with yeah. the five. Let's, let's get into it. Let's get into it. Where we at? Where we at with so it? So the first takeaway, uh, 50 talked about comfort is a dream killer. Yeah, so basically he was saying that it zaps your ambition. That's that's what comfort does. When you're comfortable with something, that means you're getting lazy with it. You're, you're not giving your full effort. That's what I took out of it. Yeah, and also, um, you know, never settle on your past successes. Like, you know, that's that's the easiest way to stay stagnant in anything. So always be looking for another opportunity to excel or grow with within whatever you're doing, you know what I mean? Yeah, and he elaborates a little bit more. He's saying the number one thing that we're comfortable with is uh, fear. And what does he mean by that? Like he's saying fear, loneliness, fear, fear of failure. Fear of failure is like one thing that you always hear us talking about. That's what a lot of people have and why a lot of people don't take chances or they don't they don't think that, they don't want to speak up and be that leader in the room because of that because they're scared to fail. You can't be scared to fail, man. Uh, everything, like uh, this cell phone right here, man, this is like the, the 13th iteration of this exact cell phone. I'm pretty sure like they was going through a process. It's the same corporate process that they go through every day where they're saying they're going to, hey, let's see what's, what works in this, what doesn't work, and let's move on. That We take our successes out of all those failures and we build something great. And we've kind of talked that nauseam about this as far as our struggles with starting a podcast, figuring things out, doing things wrong for a long amount of time, not preparing, not over-preparing. And I said, like, it's a whole lot of different things, and we've failed a lot, but, you know, you got to be consistent, and I think that's a lot to do with why we are where we are right now is being consistent and improving over time, so... But yeah, I, I like that That um, comfort is... Comfort is a dream killer. It's a dream killer. So, Takeaway sure. number two that 50 had up there was uh, patient is your strength. When he talked about patience is your strength, he's saying focus on your potential, not your payday. I, I, the way I analyze this, I kind of analyze it as like uh, when you're gambling, when you're playing Texas Hold'em, right? Are you going to go in right there off the blind? No. You're going to see if you can get anybody else to throw more money in the pot. Increase your payday. That's what you got to do. So you got to hold them a little bit, hold back a little bit, be a little bit patient before you get that look on your eyes or you think you're just going to jump in on anything. So wait for those opportunities and excel with it. I take it in the leadership aspect is you have to have confidence in your approach to anything that you put your name on. You know, you have to put your best foot forward. And if you make a decision, stand on that shit. And if you fail, you fail. But at least... You went in guns blazing and you went in with this singular focus and you adapt and, and adjust as needed. But the people that work for you or work beside you, they at least have the confidence in you and what you're saying. Cash. Whew. That's it, man. I, I, I'm, 
I think I'm happy to say, like, all the little things that we added in, we went out, like, they didn't work. People don't like each one of those portions. We done seen the, we always keep an eye on the numbers. Numbers are doing good on all those. So we're going to keep bringing y'all more content like that. We're going to look to bring y'all even more of the, the interviews and things like that. So we got another one coming up here, like I said, in another week or two. We got another interview coming yeah, up. Yeah, Take He's uh, up and coming artist. He's dropped multiple albums, but feel like he's getting his just due at this point. So from Lawton, Oklahoma. So definitely check that interview out. That's coming next Tuesday when we release. So that, that's going to be a good one. His album's coming out on April 4th. So, but you'll hear all about that during the interview. So for y'all who've been with us since like day one, hopefully you enjoyed the little look back right there. Just gave little snippets out of and then for y'all who just coming on or came on in the later portion, hey, this at least give y'all a little history on, like, how the pod was coming along in the different directions that we went into. And maybe, hopefully, you go back and listen at the other episodes. Uh, yeah, we got a, a lot of guests that I want to shout out. I didn't write them all down, but I'm going to try to freestyle and give them, go. Give them love off the top of my works, head. never works, but let's go. So, shout out to uh, Conundrum. Uh, shout out to... My homegirl, Nashanta, for coming on. Um, so they, they're business women, and shout-out to them. We had to give them a shout-out. Shout-out to my homie, Tanise. Shout-out to Quay Quay for coming on and, and giving her her story. Oh, yeah. was Shout-out to my homie, Shago. He came on and gave a hilarious take on um, his his sexual lifestyle. We will definitely, if you want to hear that episode, hit us up in the comments, and we'll let you know what episode to go on that. That's back when we was talking about everything but it still was a good conversation yeah peel the curtain um also who else do we got um my man mo mo yeah, came mo. on the episode you episode. had uh t hunt yep t, t, t hunt he mo. came on we had mars native yeah he came on as far uh, as music jr that was like the grussell grussell too yeah grussell too for t hunt yeah. then we just had jr come on check out uh my hoop dreams what was the the home buying one Home Buying 101, so that's my sister-in-law. She came on, um, and and Jared. So we'll definitely uh, point you guys to that one. It'll be somewhere uh, above my head, or we're just going to put it. Then we got to hit up to all the sports people who done came on. Oh, uh, man, yeah. People dropped us, dropped videos for our sport, our NFL um, drop. What was it? Our so We had our Jacksonville fan, got yep. Sean. Yeah, so shout out, shout out to y'all. Y'all know who y'all are, man. It, it's a, it's a lot of folks that help contribute to just. Definitely want to give give a shout out though to uh, Q. Yeah, Q Q came on as far as the Ravens, and you know they lost two years in a row. So whatever, but that's neither here nor there. Q. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, uh, but yeah, Kaiser came on, discussed the Browns when we first started out. So yeah, man, we had a Danielle. lot of Danielle. Yeah, she came on um, to give us. Well, she actually we had we were on hers, so we did a two okay, for one, two right? For one. Yeah, two for one. Two for one. So she came on ours to discuss, uh, you know, management, leadership, and, and and mindset, and check her out. So we'll, yo, we we got a lot of dope joints and everything we're we're mentioning. We'll put those episodes. Let's 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 put package it up, yeah, and yeah. give them a playlist and whatever they want to go to, they can go to. Go so listen at the Mother's Day episode with old. Yeah, yeah, I forgot Mother's Day and I got shit for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, man, it's a lot of funny things, man. Some of our, our real life crept in and, and some of it was just overall good content that I feel like you guys need, guys and gals need to watch, man. So shout out to everybody that's contributed. If I forgot your name or your contribution, my bad. We freestyling it right now. So, but yeah, man, with that said, man, you got any last words or you just want to 
Right hey, I, I, like I said, thank y'all all for the support. Thank you for the Patreon supporters. Uh, thank you for our worldwide audience. We definitely want to appreciate y'all. India, Germany, France, U.S., Canada, main ones. That yeah, those, we, those we are the main the numbers, targets, yeah. Uh, that we see the numbers on. So definitely appreciate y'all. And uh, they really didn't, didn't think we'll be talking to people in those countries like when we originally started. But definitely appreciate it. And, hey, we done hit... A couple, we hit 250 several times on our subscribers for YouTube. I know that's a little minute numbers for some of this age, hey, bigger numbers for us. Like, so <laughs> they, they subscribe, they unsubscribe. So we didn't hit it several times, but we'd like to get up to get that number up. We would like to be more on the 300, 500 range. That's yeah, what we all go for the end going, of the year. Keep going. So uh, if, you, if you haven't subscribed on our YouTube, navigate over there and, uh, you know, hit that subscribe button. We have all this in, in video form. We have several of these episodes in video form. We have them in small vignettes, you know, so you could just, like, take it in smaller doses if you wanted it that way, if that's how you prefer to watch it. So, Yeah, man, I couldn't say it no better than myself, man. So... Love y'all. Keep coming back. Here's to another 100 episodes. Here's to another 100,000 downloads and all these other milestones that we're sure we're going to remind you of because you, know, you got to celebrate the small wins along your journey. So with that said, I'm Cash, a.k.a. Exec P. And to my right, Mr. Prez, episode 100. We out.